Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, today we heard the devastating news that Russian political activist and lawyer Alexei Navalny has died at the age of 47. 47 years of age. He was in a Russian prison serving a 29-year sentence. If you're unfamiliar with the name Alexei Navalny, he was uh, the most formidable opposition challenger that Vladimir Putin faced inside of Russia. Uh, He fought to expose the lies, the corruption, the violence, and abuse that runs deep and central to Vladimir Putin's regime. He survived an assassination attempt by Vladimir Putin in 2020 by poisoning and then returned to Russia, returned, imagine that, to carry on his work. I think his story deserves to be heard by everyone and deserves a much deeper dive. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Well, as we uh, took in the news this morning uh, that uh, Navani, Alexei Navani, at the age of 47, uh, died in a Russian prison uh, overnight. Uh, to me, that's uh, one devastating news. Uh, it's not good uh, for the freedom uh, and liberty of those inside of Russia. Uh, clearly uh, something that Vladimir Putin uh, has on his hands, uh, and that's been the reaction rea- around the world today. We'll dive into that just a, a little bit deeper as we go. Uh, I think we need to to explore and look at this extraordinary life uh, and why it mattered and what the meaning is and the lessons it has for us right here at home as well as around the world. And again, he was someone who uh, spoke out, uh, something that is frowned upon by the establishment inside of the Kremlin, uh, particularly Vladimir Putin. Uh, he fought for years to expose the the lies, the corruption, the violence, the abuse uh, that is, again, just part and parcel to the Vladimir Putin regime. And faced all kinds of opposition. Uh, of course, he was poisoned at one point in 2020, later returned to Russia, kept going in the work and repeatedly arrested, ultimately sentenced to 29 years uh, in some pretty hard places inside of Russia. Uh, and so I want to dig into it just a little bit so we can uh, kind of broaden your understanding of who he was and what he did and why it really matters and I actually want to go back to an interview that uh, Alexei Navani did uh, with CNN's Christian Amanpour back in 2020. Uh, so this was after he had been poisoned, uh, nearly lost his life. He had recovered and then announced that he was going back into Russia. Uh, he told Christian Amanpour why he wanted to return to Russia after being poisoned by the leaders in the government. Well, well, I don't uh, think that I uh, can have a, such a privilege being safe in Russia, but uh, I have to go back because I don't want these, uh, you know, groups of killer exist in Russia. I don't want Putin uh, be ruling of Russia. I don't want him being president. I don't want him being czar of Russia because, well, he's killing people. He's the reason why our the whole country is degradating. He's the reason why people are so poor. We have 25 million people living below the poverty line. And the whole degradation of system, uh, fortunately for me, including system of assassination of people, uh, he's the reason of that. And uh, I want to go back and try to change it. So that was Alexei Navalny uh, in 2020 
giving his reasons why he would go back to Russia, even though he said, uh, I know I won't be safe, but I have to go back. People are suffering. The corruption is so deep. Assassinations for anyone who speaks out against Vladimir Putin has to be exposed. Uh, In an amazing documentary called Navalny, uh, released in 2022, the filmmakers actually asked Alexei what his message was to the Russian people and what it would be if the government actually decided to kill him. Uh, His final message was succinct and important. My message for the uh, situation when I'm killed is very simple. Not give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. And I actually want to read you the extended statement, a written statement from Navalny uh, that he gave, should he be killed, a statement to the Russian people. Uh, And listen closely to this. I think this is instructive uh, and important for all of us. Alexei said, listen, I've got something very obvious to tell you. You're not allowed to give up. If they decide to kill me, it means that we are incredibly strong. We need to utilize this power to not give up, to remember we are a huge power that is being oppressed by these bad men. We don't realize how strong we actually are. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good people to do nothing. So don't be inactive. Again, you're not allowed to give up. That was his message to the Russian people. He knew, I think, at some point he was going to be killed by Vladimir Putin and those uh, in power in the Kremlin. And so that was his message uh, to the Russian people. You are powerful, and we have to stay engaged and active. And I think we can apply a lot of that right here at home because it's easy for us to just disengage. But the fact that there's opposition, lets you know how powerful you actually are. I think it's one of the ironic things about this talk of of third-party candidates for president. Both the left and the right are furious, filing lawsuits, making it incredibly difficult. Why? Because they know that the voice of the people is powerful. Alexei Navalny understood that, and he was encouraging his countrymen inside of Russia to recognize how powerful they are and to not give up. Uh, and to keep pressing forward. Now, of course, there was a uh, a gathering in uh, Germany uh, going on over the weekend. European leaders are in Munich for the International Security Conference. Alexei's wife, uh, Yulia Navalny, is there. Here was her message following the announcement of her husband's death. I thought for a long time, is it worth for me to come here or to fly to my children straight away? But then I thought... What would Alexei do in my place? And I'm confident that he would be here. He would be on this stage. Yulia Navalny went on to call upon the world community to unite against Vladimir Putin and his oppressive regime. I would like to call upon the global community, everyone in this room, people around the world, so that we would unite together and overcome that evil, overcome the terrible regime that is currently in Russia. So that's the framing, uh, the passing, the death of Alexei Nalvani uh, in a Russian prison at the age of 47, 
Again, a, a fierce freedom fighter, a formidable opposition leader against Vladimir Putin, uh, who uh, died in a Russian prison today. When we come back, we're going to stay with the conversation a little bit longer. I think the lessons are so important for us right here in our own community and country. We'll listen to some of the reaction from leaders around the world, including President Biden, President Zelensky of Ukraine and others, as we dissected and looked at what is the real meaning of this and how do we all move forward and what does it mean to the future of freedom? Stick around. We'll be right back. Think again on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Get deeper insights on the news from Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today, as it always is. I am Boyd Matheson, and as we continue the conversation, we want to stay with the question as it relates to the death of Russian political activist Alexei Navalny. Uh, died this morning in a Russian prison. Again, he was uh, serving a almost 30-year uh, prison term uh, there inside of Russia because of his opposition to Vladimir Putin, because he stood up, because he ran against, because he tried to shine light on corruption uh, within government. And when you have that kind of scenario play out, all of us, all of us should take note. Uh, this is not just about a, a journalist. This is not just about a politician. Uh, th- these are about the principles of freedom. And we need to really take a close look in terms of what this means and in terms of Vladimir Putin and his power. I don't think it's an accident uh, that uh, Navalny was, uh, died at the hands of uh, the Russian government. We don't know exactly how that all took place, but it is very clear, unequivocal, uh, that Vladimir Putin is responsible for the death of Alexei Navalny. Uh, and interestingly, it's a, a month, just one month before Vladimir Putin will stand for election to a fifth term uh, as the leader of Russia. And as most uh, authoritarian regimes do, I predict uh, he will win with about 90 plus percent of the vote, which we know is an impossibility in any country, regardless of what's going on. Uh, but that's tends to be how dictators win elections. They they say it's 90 plus percent uh, and then they go after the rest. Uh, but I want to go to some of the national and international reaction uh, to his passing uh, starting earlier this morning uh, with Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was in Munich again with a lot of those European leaders. She gave her reaction to the news of Alexei's death. We've all just received reports that Alexei Navalny has died in Russia. My prayers are with his family, including his wife, Yulia, who is with us today. And if confirmed, this would be a further sign of Putin's brutality. Whatever story they tell, let us be clear, Russia is responsible. Clearly, Russia is responsible. This is part of Vladimir Putin's brutality, and and there should be no equivocation on that, no hesitation on that. It's very clear. The interesting thing, uh, of course, uh, President Biden has said that uh, if anything were to happen to Alexei Navalny, that there would be dire and severe consequences. It will be very interesting to see what the president does as a response to this. Uh, Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky was also there in Munich for the security conference. Uh, He said this upon hearing the news. We have just learned, as Mr. Chancellor has just said, that Alexei Navalny has died in a Russian prison. Obviously, he was killed by Putin. 
like thousands of others who have been tormented, tortured, because of this one person. Putin doesn't care who dies as long as he retains his position. And that is why he must not keep anything. Putin must lose everything. He must not retain anything and must be held accountable for what he has done. Uh, Zelensky clearly laying out uh, the options and what happens as Putin continues to be in power. He does not care, uh, the Ukrainian leader said, about the death of anyone as long as he maintains control of power. Uh, and so clearly a rallying point there at the uh, conference there in Munich. President Biden, of course, gave remarks about Alexei Navalny during a press conference uh, earlier today before he headed to Ohio. Uh, he said that uh, Putin uh, is personally responsible for his death. Reports of his death, if they're true, and I have no reason to believe it or not, Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. That was an important part of the president's speech this morning. And I, as we were sitting there listening to it in the newsroom, uh, I was very pleased that the president was very strong, very clear, uh, very compassionate, very connected on all of this. The president went on to talk about the heroic actions of Alexei Navalny and his choosing to return to Russia after nearly being killed rather than live very comfortably in exile. Even in prison, he was a powerful voice for the truth. And he could have lived safely in exile after the assassination attempt on him in 2020, which nearly killed him, I might add. Instead, he returned to Russia, knowing he'd likely be imprisoned or even killed if he continued his work. But he did it anyway because he believed so deeply in his country, in Russia. Uh, the president, as I said, was very strong. I loved the first three quarters of the speech. Uh, it was on message. It was on principle. It was on point. It was a rallying call for freedom-loving people around the world. It was everything you would hope would come out of the Oval Office and the president of the United States in such a time as this. And then... Everything changed. And while I will praise the president for the first three quarters of his speech, I think he completely unraveled it uh, in a few moments that he couldn't resist going political. You know, we have to realize what we're dealing with with Putin. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. He said if an ally did not pay their dues... He'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking. But let me be clear. This is an outrageous thing for a president to say. I can't fathom. As long as I'm president, America stands by our sacred commitment to our NATO allies. And the president continued on down that path and into the question and answer portion uh, with just more political jabs uh, and a focus uh, on his likely opponent for re-election, the former president. And while I get it, uh, I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't think it's right. And I will criticize the president for going down that path at a moment where he had the attention of the world, he had the attention of the American people, he made great points on principle, rallying people together, calling on the better angels of our nature, 
And then you could even hear it in his voice. You could hear it in the cadence as he was talking. He clearly went off teleprompter. He clearly went off script uh, because he couldn't resist trying to connect it all to try to score a political point. Uh, If you want to score some political points, that's fine. But the when to is as important as the how or the what when you're the president of the United States. doesn't matter your political party. Uh, There are times when, as president of the United States, uh, you stand solely uh, with those that mourn. You stand solely with people who are being oppressed. You stand solely with those that are struggling or in the midst of war or oppression. And there are times for politics and campaigns. That's okay. That's part of the system here. But the when to, the when to is every bit as important as the how or the what you say on the political side. And this was a really bad when to. The president even caught himself saying, oh, I should stop and clear my mind. I should clear out what I really want to say. But then he said it anyway. And that's a good lesson for all of us. If you ever have that thought, I wonder if I should say this. Don't. (laughs) Just stop. Uh, It's a good indicator that you're about to say something that is either untimely, unseemly, or inappropriate. So just stop. Just because you can say something, just because you do have the microphone, doesn't mean you should say something. And focus on the right things. And I think that's where we kind of missed it with the president today. Uh, I think there were some important things that he did say at the beginning, at the outset of that, which I think was great. And uh, I think there were other things that he clearly missed. Uh, But the most important thing for all of us to think through as it relates to to the death of Alexei Navalny is where does this go next? What does the rest of the world do with Vladimir Putin? There's already sanctions. There are already things happening because of what's going on in Ukraine. Does this rally people in a bigger way? Does this get the United States Congress to step up and appropriate funds? Uh, Or is this more just uh, a quick scathing rebuke? And then business as usual and the status quo prevails. Uh, I think this is a moment uh, in honor of Alexei Navalny where we should stand a little taller and be a little better and do a little more for the cause of freedom. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom of the hour news. More Inside Sources coming up next. Next. 